0: Thank you. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time of the day it is, whatever part of the week it is you choose to listen to the My Love of Golf podcast, we thank you and we thank you for joining us once again for our weekly chinwag catch-up session where three grown men sit around and talk about the week of golf that was and a little bit of the week of golf that is going to be, we welcome back to the uh, fold, the Rocket Man. How are you, Rocket? Well, hold on. You would have missed those that uh, little tune last week when we missed you. How are you? Are you okay?
1: I'm good, thank you. I'm good. It's good to be back. It's good pun to ha- pun not intended.
0: Well, it's good to be back because Rocket was out last week with a little bit of a uh, a back uh, injury. Um, before, when in the in the pre chat, pre chat, we've had a couple of pre chats today. Um, a failed recording pre-chat, uh, he lamented that uh, he's getting old. I chastise him that I am the senior member of the, uh, in terms of age, uh, not in knowledge, but in terms of age, I, I carry the oldest uh, weight here. Um, but he's back, uh, and if you look, at, if you could see the, uh, the uh, screen, he's got um, one of his favourite all-time back gags. If you've listened to the podcast over the 100 or so episodes, you know who Rocket's favourite back gag is. Who is the favourite back gag of yours, the victim of back gag jokes? Rocket, who is it?
1: Jason Day. And, and and it was funny because this is the 2019 Masters, second hole, and I predicted it before the event even occurred.
0: You certainly did. Uh, I'm not sure what episode that was, but you can go back and verify that if you do listen to the back catalogue. And uh, thank you to the people that do uh, listen to it. I can see it in the downloads. Um, picked up one from... Slovenia. We picked, we picked up a new listener in Slovenia, uh, I noticed uh, last week. I'm um, not sure, I'm not saying that it was the Borges Lava boy, but uh, we did give him a fair a fair bum up uh, after his uh, silver medal performance, so it might, might have been, but uh, if you listen to us, thank you. But um, yeah, Jason Day is Rocket's background this week. He usually carries a bit of comedy that the team like to get a little bit of amusement out of, and his um, yeah, his background bingo today is uh Jason Day, Mike, um, you, you're running with a background uh, that you've, you know, it's probably one of your favourite golf holes in the history uh, there down at uh, Moon and Links, is that right?
2: That's it mate, it was uh, it was the uh, planned game for last weekend, last Saturday, uh, the, the planned first final and uh, mm. yeah, didn't get out there. Didn't get sadly. out there, uh,
0: do you think we'll get out there this weekend in Victoria?
2: No, not this week, but um, hopefully the way things are going, if all things stay equal, I reckon um, It'll be best to plan around possibly the weekend after. The weekend after, I reckon, is our best chance to have a hit.
0: Okay. Well, fingers crossed uh, for that. Um, you know, that's that's Mike's forecast. That's his action on the COVID lockdown action, which obviously <laughs> we're going through here in Victoria. Uh, thoughts and wishes to all of the listeners up in Sydney. We have a, have a few guys that listen to us and tune in up there. Innes, um, had a chat to Innes today on the uh, messages Um you know, thoughts are with all you guys there in the seventh or eighth week of lockdown up there, still able to play golf in Victoria, in um, New South Wales. Which, no matter what way I try and justify it and think about it, it still I still can't get my head around. No, this I don't want this to be a discussion around should we play golf, shouldn't we play golf. I think we're all pretty clear how we think about that. But just the fact that you know we've got one state of Australia where you know they're in lockdown playing golf, one state of Australia that isn't playing golf. Don't understand it. Let's not get down that rabbit hole. Um,
1: just just look at their cases. Rest my case. Yeah, okay, there you go.
0: Um, but uh, thoughts with all the guys in Sydney. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, Phil Kethel, thank you for your support this week with the little uh, giveaways and all of that sort of stuff I'm doing over there at the uh, DG uh, Instagram page. Appreciate that. Uh, we will talk about some golf. Um, well, I mentioned action there before. Mike's already come in with a forecast that we won't be playing golf in Victoria this weekend. Uh, he is the senior member of the team that uh, provides the forecast, provides the guidance, provides... The tips, and once again, he's shone through. So we'll talk a little bit about uh, last week's uh, WGC. We'll talk a little bit about the Hero Open at uh, the home of golf. <laughs> we'll, we'll correct we'll correct some of the biggest names in broadcasting golf broadcasting. We'll we'll correct them that, that uh, about that. Uh, we'll talk about the um, the various uh, US amateur tournaments that are on the US Men's Amateur on at the moment, the US Women's Amateur on last week. Uh, rockets all over that. Um, and what else? We're in the lead up into the Ryder Cup. There's a bit of murmurings about the European team, um, you know, getting closer to being finalised, and the you know three captains' picks. Uh, a bit of conjecture about that. Um, what else? Anything else?
1: Got the Courier Cup coming up.
0: The Courier Cup? Yeah. Um, what's the Courier Cup?
1: The FedEx Cup. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what. Whenever
2: Rocket talks about something like that. It takes me a few minutes to go and do some research to figure out what he's talking about.
0: I'm also, I think that actually, for the people that do like to tune in and you know call you out on a rocketism, which yeah. You know, is- one of the, you know, like one of the little sticks that we've got to hold on to.
1: Some people, thank you. Um, I need to record some for when I'm not here because I saw you're you're a little bit out of you're a little bit out of whack last week.
2: That's it. Need some stings.
0: Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did get called out for not having any rocketisms. We didn't, couldn't even have any courierisms or Flanaganisms. But um, people like the rocketisms and the Courier Cup. There you go. That's a new one. Um, it's, will not, there
1: be, it's not officially
0: mine, but I'll oh, okay. I'll use it. Uh, will there be a brownout? That's not officially as either. But will there be a you know, will there be a brownout?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Um, now the, speaking of brownouts, um, I was, for whatever reason, I, I struggle during these lockdowns for my golf circadian rhythm sort of I carry from the weekend into the week and I end up sort of tuned out at about 10.30. Next thing I know, it's like 1 o'clock in the morning, you know, something I've been watching on YouTube it's onto its 15th episode. Last night I woke up and uh, I was watching um, – Two of the Brownout champions on Radar's sort of chat around the golf course. I don't know if you have anyone. Seen oh, yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. It was from yeah. like three or four years ago. With, round
1: with yeah, Radar round or with something. Round with Radar. Obviously, yeah. it's
0: a ping uh, oriented um, promotion that Radar Riley um, uh, does with his ping uh, staffers. And he had um, the two key proponents of the Brownouts, um, Louis Oustaz. Uh, they've,
1: they've been ping players for a long time, yeah. those two.
0: So uh, it was great to see Dune Beg. Uh, on the TV, I've uh, not played at doombeg but I visited Doombeg and had a coffee at uh, Trump's Bar over there, and then um, and then Westy, who is in um, very much the frame for the Ryder Cup European team, uh, Westy at Close House, which is his new adopted home up there in the north of England. Uh, it was good to see that course. Um, he'll host, the, I think, another event there next year, but um, yeah, talking about brownouts, that's what we were looking at, those two guys.
1: <coughs>
0: um, what was I going to say? Radar, Radar, Riley. He's, he's a character, isn't he?
1: He's. Is. He's a good commentator on the European tour. Does good job.
0: He's very, uh, very energetic. Is there? Is our radar? Um, okay. So, what's first on the on the run sheet? The run sheet that doesn't exist. Um, <laughs> what's What's first on the run sheet?
2: Uh, okay. You can lead lead off, Rocket, or one of you boys pick. There's a few that to choose from. Well, let's
0: go with the big one. Uh, the WGC. Won by Abe Anser. Now, we'll claim him. Uh, we've been talking about Abe Anser for a long time. You know. So
1: great to see all of the shots and all the tournament. Okay. It's
2: it's always, uh, it's always a tricky one. I've, I've, I've paid a Foxtel mainly to watch AFL and golf, and then these sort of come around the WGCs and you don't get them. They do give away or there is a free... Golf TV you can get if you've got Foxtel, but I didn't seem to have it this week. So I spent the majority of the time when I was awake, and it was on listening to the PGA Tour radio. That was about the only the only uh, coverage I had,
1: which is it's rubbish. It's yeah, it's so it's, it's, rubbish. it's it's a bit rough.
0: So does that mean if I've got a golf TV free pass here on my phone, and then I don't I, I could see the
2: WGC on there? You can watch featured groups, I think, first up when that's they first it. go out, but that's, right, that's about it. it.
1: Okay, that's it. Yeah. All right. Well. So if you wanted to watch the tournament, you can't unless you have a golf TV subscription. Mm. Do you know what makes it even worse is that the golf TV subscription also includes ads.
0: <laughs> I see. I see. You've been uh, twittering about uh, to Spotify, one of the areas where you can download the Mono. Oh, podcast. Oh my
1: god. So
0: I don't get the the ads on the premium, uh, my premium Spotify subscription. I don't get any podcast ads, only the ones that are in the in the podcast no, it's
1: themselves. The, the, it's just a money making angle for them. Thing is, they they deliver enough of a service for people. I'm going to get on a little little horse here, mm. and you pay a premium to get rid of the ads, and then at some point they start to sneak them in. Thing is, though, you're so wedded to the platform that you just have to eat it. Like I remember back in the old days of like Foxtel and stuff. You would pay pay TV, so you wouldn't have to watch ads. You watch, you know. But the thing is, though, now you watch Foxtel. Most of the shows have the same amount of ads as what you do on free to air. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You know.
0: Okay. So basically, what we're saying is, we didn't really see any of the WGC. All we know is the commentary that went around the WGC. We know that uh, A Banza was the winner. Uh, very big, very popular. A very popular win. In the trio of podcast uh, team here. A very popular win because if you did listen to last week you would have heard Mike Coretti tip.
2: Honest Abe. Aussie Abe. Aussie, calling. Honest Aussie Abe, Abe. Aussie Abe.
1: I love it.
2: Uh
0: and yeah, we don't we it's not a gambling uh segment. Absolutely not. If you do gamble on golf, uh, or go, gamble on anything, do it responsibly. Um and therefore, you know, we don't talk about money or anything like that, but we might talk about it in terms of sets so you know how many minuelas and how many eight answers. <laughs> uh it
2: was uh it was a it was a solid week not not a uh not a week where i was debating about um not turning up to work again but it was good it was a, it was a good week because he was probably of the three guys that i liked he was the third burger was the one that i had on top but um no it was a it was a good win and to be honest i didn't have him in the mix even even in the last round i think he was probably five shots off um english and i didn't think he would come home um i was actually thinking at one point quite late because i know rocket wants to talk about the man that that helped um english get nowhere near it but the only the only thing i saw was um or listened to i should say was listening to the PJ tour live commentary was um cam smith cam smith was well and truly in it and um they were doing the coverage and I'm listening away and they're talking about where he's going to try and hit it on 18 to get it towards the green and he needs a par to get into a playoff. And I'm talking about the shot being tricky and they didn't really know where he was aiming. And then you heard this hurting heard hit. And then within a split second, you heard a sound I was very familiar with a massive clunk of a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and then they said, oh, I think that's gone back over his shoulder out of bounds. <laughs> I was just like, that doesn't sound like something he wanted to do. And he was out. But um yeah, Abe, Abe hung on and then um and uh yeah, in the playoff got the win, which was which was good because I think it was one of those ones. He's one of those players that um, needed that first win. So that's um that sets him right up.
1: Okay, so this- he's, been knock- he's been knocking on the door for a very, very long time. He's what is he, top inside the top thirty in the world prior mm-hmm. to the event. You know, he's you know, you saw how he quitted himself during the president's cup. He's not long. He just does everything really, really well. Well, he
0: was he was there at the end, which is the main thing, because you know, as you said, Mike, there was a few people that fell away around him, and you know, if he wasn't there at the end in the position that he was in, he was never going to be in the position that he was in to get into the playoff. But let's go back to Cam Smith. Um, You know, you're faced with that shot rocket in all of your years of representative high level golf, talking, you know, leading Tassie Opens after round ones and that sort of thing. You know, you see the window or you know that you've got to chip it out and you want to back yourself in for your short game prowess to get up and down and make part of it in. What do you do? Are you going through the window or are you playing out and playing for the up and down?
1: Uh, Is it the proviso of do I have 20-year-old brain or do I have (laughs) 45-year-old brain?
0: No, you're have Cam Smith. You morphed yourself into Rocket into Cam Cam Zone. What are you doing?
1: Well, because I couldn't see where the what the shot he was trying to hit, um, I could understand what he was trying to do. Maybe he's trying to get it up near the green. Oh, because the other the easy one would be the easy one would be chip it out and just trust your wedge game and, and your putting to try and get it close. But again, depending on what he sees in the leaderboard. You know, there's a couple of groups behind him. If there's a shot, I probably would have a crack at it.
0: Mm. Mike, you go, you're you a go-for-it sort of guy?
2: I don't have the skill to do either, mate, to be honest. I would have probably tried to chip out and still hit a tree, let's be honest. But um, I, I'm not sure. I, I think the probably the most disheartening thing for Cam was once he had to take the drop and chip out sideways, he nearly jarred it from the fair, fairway. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I, I think um, he's, he's an elite scrambler. Um, but again, I, you couldn't see the shot he was trying to take, so not sure.
0: But I just want to backtrack, and you know, when you called yourself on, I'd probably chip out. And you know, you you in my book of ninety four holes or ninety six holes in two days at Bamburghal, you, you went for the two un, unbelievable drives in a row, like yeah. you know, trying to uh, drive, drive a par four. You know when it was definitely the side left or right, and you know, I'm standing there thinking, oh, I'll probably just do this and do this, and you just went bang, bang, and just both times on the green. There's,
2: there's no trees though. Maybe that was the key. Yeah, but there's Marin Grant <laughs> and
1: there. not not playing for sheep stations either.
2: Exactly. Oh. Yeah, I wasn't setting fire to 400 grand like he was yeah, by enough. not chipping out. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Oh, well, we can we can dream about drawing ourselves alignments to you know the greats of you know on the PGA tour, but you did play some great shots there. And the that.
1: possibility of winning 10 million at the end of the year. Yeah. Oh, well. In my mind's eye,
0: um, but anyway, yeah, probably, probably should have, should have, would have, could have uh, scenario, and but he'll live to fight another day, and I'm sure he's already over it, but uh, in more ways than one. Yeah. Abe answer, He was there at the end, but the guys that should have been there at the end, maybe, arguably not, were dragging the chain behind him. Your, yeah. Your boy Rocket, and uh, your other boy Copter. Cop, they've copped a bit of a bit of a pizzling. Uh, Bryson's been dragged through the Twitter sphere. He's got some support. He's got some detractors. It's hard to, um, you know, I know where I sit, but I know where you sit. Everyone knows where you sit on this uh, rocket. But uh, you know, was it Bryson that um, created all the slow play there?
1: No, actually, obviously, because I, we weren't able to see the footage, not trying to sort of hammer the point home. But I listened to one of the other podcasts, and they were referring to the incident that uh, helped put a a group behind. It was because Bryson needed to get a ruling because apparently his ball was up against a fence, which was near the out of bounds stake, and the ball was half out of bounds. And it's a fence that the PGA Tour put up on the out on the play side of the out of bounds fence, so it's stopping balls from going out of bounds. And so they've given them a, like it took 20 minutes for the ruling because I thought if the any part of the ball is across the line, it's out of bounds. But oh, I don't know. But that put them behind, so they got put on the clock. And then effectively, they end up apparently they're like two holes behind. So they had to start sort of running. And then Harris English after his round, he was really good about it. Mm. Um there's lots of support for him because he's the poor, he's the poor dude that basically had to suffer for Bryson's sins. You know, and he talked about, you know, how he's rushed and he kind of didn't handle it that well. And, you know, they're running and trying to do the best they could, which probably threw him completely out. Right. He was a, <clears throat> he was playing really well on the front nine and, and um, it, um, yeah. it just threw them out. Well, and but- the problem is that, you know, you know, if you add the ruling plus the way Bryson plays, you know he's he's already stupidly slow, like badly slow. Like he his group was in front of Brooksy in round one, and they were waiting on every hole.
0: Have any uh, of you ever been put on a clock, Rocket, in your years of competitive golf? Did you ever get put on a clock?
1: No, I've been given the odd shuffle, mm-hmm. o- almost put on the clock. Yeah, but again, I'm playing. I was playing with someone who was really, really slow and um, that person knew where I stood.
0: I got put on the clock once, um, well, and it was my own fault. I didn't get put on the clock for my play but we were playing a pennant final and I called in, I got my caddy to call in a referee because the guy that we were playing against was playing slow and I, deliberately slow, and I said to get the referee, just get him across here and get get him to give this guy a hurry up. Un, unknowns to me and yeah, you know, really stupidly, you know, he, the referee came across and put us both on the clock, and I was like, oh my goodness, now I've got to play fast as well, and it just unravelled me. I just unravelled and you know ended no, up. No, but
1: this is what this is the problem with the rules. Exactly. Is that so? I'm getting that, to. Is that they. They put the group on the clock. I understand if everyone's slow, put the group on the clock and just just make them, force them to do whatever. But if there's one player that is that is a, a, an offender, a habitual line stepper, that's what I'm going to call them, an habitual line stepper. So they cross the line habitually and that's the person that should, if they're put on the clock, they actually should be punished more. Like they, they should be they're the ones that should cop it because they're actually impacting their playing partners. So why why Harris English is the poor sucker that gets punished because of Bryson is that that actually annoys me more than anything. Mm. It annoys me more than anything because I think that's one thing with the rules that needs to be done properly that if it's one person that is the culprit, like sure, they're a hole behind. It's like, hurry up. But yeah, you've got about the ruling. But if they're that person a person is deliberately like taking a long time, which we know he can take up to two minutes of, I've, I've recorded it and he's just, he's terrible. So that person needs to be put on the clock and they actually need, nothing's going to change until they penalize them. But I mean, think It's just, it's lip service. It's just. Ugh.
2: I reckon a few years ago, the Euro tool was definitely publishing at one point um, times and that, that, if anything, shames people into it, whereas the PGA Tour just has absolutely no interest in doing that. It doesn't look like...
1: No, I mean, they protect them. And, and yeah. this is why, This is also why a lot of these rounds, especially during the winter months in the US, never get finished hmm. because they, they've got these 144 player fields that start early in the morning and they run out of daylight. Hmm.
0: Yeah, it's a weird one because it, it does seem to be like they are, you know, still kowtowing to... To the enigmas of the PGA Tour players, and you know, there's a, a handful of, of the serial offenders and repeat offenders, and and probably known offenders. You know, like known as in, you know, they they know that what they do and they don't care, and yeah. you know that they, they, they budget for their fines and hardly probably ever get fines. Um,
1: you we'll know, go like, back to the Open Championship. The Open Championship the rounds were fast. Yeah, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure Morikawa's group was a hole behind, and they still finished an hour. And, four four hours and ten minutes or something. That's amazing.
0: Hmm. Let's talk about footy for a second. You know, when there's a serial offender of something in footy, you know, you guys follow Aussie rules much more than I do, do the umpires know that someone is a serial offender at something and the player knows that they know that, you know, that, like, Joel Selwood, for example, you know, like, you know what the trouble, the strife that he gets into. Hmm. Do, do you think the the umpires so what's, know? What
1: strife is that? Oh, $3,000 fines for trying to take someone's head off? Well. It's, come on. It, it, he's a serial offender, but he doesn't get punished for He it. doesn't
0: get punished. Do, do other people get punished? You know, I'm just trying oh, to sort of see I, if there's I any. I think,
2: yeah. No, I'm with you. I think um, I'll use that as example is I think Selwood has certainly got a history of what people would say, ducking for free kicks, do I think that he gets less free kicks because the umpires know that that is what he's seen? No. Do I think there's a guy that played for the Bulldogs who had a bad habit of still plays for the Bulldogs, he's done his knee at the moment, who had a bad habit of, of dropping his shoulder and copping one high? I think he definitely has had, uh, in Toby McLean that is, he's certainly got to a point now where he's, he's not getting as many free kicks and I think it's because people know he's got a bit of a um, known for doing it. But yeah, I don't know that it happens with everybody, so don't know.
1: No. No. There's 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 ones, it's uh, there's ones that get away with it, and there's ones that don't. It's like the Lindsay Thomas, the old stager for free kicks. It started for a while, and then when it got highlighted, he never got free kicks ever again. So
0: do you think the PGA Tour could ever get to the point where they go, "Hey Bryson, you're a slow player. We know, you know, we're going to be watching you."
1: Like it's just. No, it's cause not cause fair it's a, on. It's, it's a player's run tour. It's
0: not yeah. fair on someone like Harry. The point is, it's not fair on someone like Harris English, who, you know, potentially, you know, he's got to hit the ball. Um, yeah. he, he hit the shot. He's got to get himself composed. But it's not fair that he gets dragged along into it because of someone else. And
1: It's going to take his peers shaming him like they did with Yelling Four. Well, and yeah. the thing is, though, they weren't, except for one person, I don't think they were even, most of them are European tour players. Yeah. And, and, and he was shamed into yelling four in the final round,
0: which is where I'm going to because there was a lot of Twitter arty about you know his slow play and uh, people pinging him on that and people supporting him and as there was on that whole thread from Eduardo Molinaria and uh, was it Weisberger?
1: Yeah, burnt cheeseburger burnt, yep. and um, and um, Dick Bland.
0: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what? Why, why Dick Bland?
1: Well, his name's Richard Bland.
0: Richard oh, right. Sorry, I'm still thinking Eduardo Molinari in my head. <laughs> so they haven't done. They haven't done themselves. Uh, they haven't got themselves an invite to um, Bryson's 30th birthday party, or 40th, or 50th, or whatever one that's got coming up. Um, they are they right to call him out like that and really you know put yep. the, the blowtorch on him and yep. open it up for everyone to see?
1: Well, again, look at they're the European Tour players, right? If if you're gonna if there's one thing the European Tour they're trying to uphold the standards of the game. Mm.
2: Yeah. Oh, look, I think you bang on, Rocket. I think it's – without knowing all the history, you just don't know. I mean, Eduardo could have been a bloke that pulled him up at the the open and said, hey, just letting you know, we saw you out on hole X and you really need to make sure you're calling four. You're going to hurt someone. So you might have actually said something
1: outside he, of terms he was, before. He was the one that actually posted all the – um The times. The
2: times. He was, yeah. (laughs) So, like, I I think that if he was, if the first time he's brought it up to him is in a public setting, rightly or wrongly, who knows? But if he's, you don't know, he might have, he might have put him up privately as well. He might have actually made an effort or he might have, it's it's a tricky one because it is certainly getting to a point where he's copying it left, right, and center. And look, I don't, don't love Bryson in any way, shape, or form. I think he's slow. I think he's a peanut. But um, I just think it's getting to the point where when we first talked about this a few weeks ago and I said if the crowd starts getting happy Gilmore crowd, a bit nuts, it's not going to be pretty. Now, he's that's got to head to New York next week. we will be in New York. I don't know how that's going to go at Liberty. I mean, he might be getting Brooksy's in the middle of his backswing. So you just don't know. And that's stuff that you've got to find the balance between having a bit of fun but without, you know, slaughtering the bloke.
1: Well, they're not – unfortunately, if there's some U.S. listeners out there, unfortunately many of the U.S. crowds are not very creative. They'll just start on one thing and they just repeat, repeat, repeat and, you know, at least come up with – you know, add some nuance to it or put a little bit of effort into it, you know, not just say the same thing that everyone else is saying. And that's the thing that's getting a bit annoying – like the whole Brooksy thing, as much as it, enjoyable as it was for me to, in the start. So now them just saying it over and over again, it's like it would be like someone just saying Aussie, Aussie, Aussie or yep. get in the hole or you're the man. Like yep. Couldn't agree know. more. I would kick him out.
0: Yeah. The thing is now they're putting it back to um – they're putting it back to – Brooks to to you know go and pour some cold water on the fire. You know they're basically blaming Brooks. saying, mate, you got you started this, so you know go and you know have a public apology session and you know tell everyone to calm down. Like that's that's
1: ridiculous as well. He ain't doing it, and yeah. he didn't start it. Of no, course. and it would it wouldn't help as if as if it's going to help. And, and here's the here's the thing: is if 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 all of a sudden, let's say the PGA Tour whisper in Brooks' ear, he'll find a way of turning it around. He's he's as he said. Don't troll the troll. Yeah.
0: Mm. Well, nothing that we read in the Twitters surprised us. We're not telling anyone here anything that uh, they probably already haven't read or already don't know. But, you know, it's interesting just to digest it and see, you know, what you two learner gentlemen think. Um,
1: oh, Bryson had a terrible week. He had First of all, he had his whole thing about, first, finally, and I was proven correct, and I did remind a few people, Bryson wasn't vaccinated. He admitted it. And then he came out with his whole vaccination thing in terms of oh, I'm really healthy. Oh, um, I think uh, other people should get it, in which he was rightly corrected by someone to say, um, I don't know what you're reading, but there's uh, plenty enough vaccines in America to go around for everyone. Again, that yeah. was another one of his peers. I, he was yeah. just—he's just—he—he he, he does himself no favors.
2: How stiff is John Rahm? So the, the tool policy is if you're not vaccinated, you get tested, I think it's two or three times a week, right?
1: Actually, I think it's almost like every day.
2: It might be every day. You might be right. And so he's been tested every day and he's never ever, this is Bryson, he's never ever been tested positive, but the minute he goes to leave the country and go to the Olympics, he gets tested positive.
1: Again, he's He's, I he's reckon, unlucky. No, I, I reckon he was worried about the other tests.
2: I, I don't disagree with you either. <laughs> But yeah, it's a, um, gee. John, John Rams copped two positives and, and, and Bryson's copped none until then. I'm very unlucky.
0: Well, uh, Joe Biden, send off some of those uh, about to expire, millions of doses of whatever vaccine it is, send them across to Australia because we're crying out for that stuff over here. And, you know, it's, a, it's an important night in Australia. We're doing uh, the census. It's census night uh, you know, where the country gets information from all of the people. Uh, to help make its future planning decisions, so do your census and uh, you know. Just the website pop-
1: crashes because they don't know how to build a website.
0: Okay, well, um, if you need some info security uh, help, um, we've got the man on the team here that can uh, advise you if you need some advisors, um, and also just for the, the love of the nation, Kate, and get vaccinated if you can. I'm vaccinated. Get shot too tomorrow. I'm vaccinated, hundred percent. Mike, you're vaccinated and Rocketman, he will be 100% tomorrow. Um, I don't think we've got many anti-vaxxers listening to the My Love of Golf podcast. If you are, you're entitled to your own opinion, but I think the only way for us to get forward and get out of these continuing lockdowns that we're faced with and you know I spoke to um, Shane Darby and if you're listening this far Shane hello to you uh, Shane Darby is over there in Portmarnock Ireland member at Royal Dublin had a great chat with uh, Shane on Sunday night about all things Irish golf and Sir Patrick's links uh, he gave me a bit of an insight into what they're up to in Ireland and freeze birds pretty much with a few restrictions but out there playing golf and um, having a great time so go and get vaccinated and do your census all right uh, speaking of Europe what a segue, Ross. Um, and we finished with uh, USA? Uh, we'll come back to USA. We'll come back to the amateur game in a sec. Uh, let's go to, to Europe, to the home of golf. home of
1: golf. The home of golf. The,
0: the home, home of golf. What a great win for Grant Forrest, uh, the East Lothian boy, the boy from North Berwick who uh, has been on uh, a number of um, local teams over there, winning teams. I'm not sure. I can't remember if he played in the Walker Cup or not. I think he did. Um, fine, fine golfer from North Berwick, played a little bit at Craigie Law, where I'm an international member, played a little bit of that, a bit of work at Archerfield, finest golf destination in Scotland. Um, congratulations to you, birdie, birdie finish. Uh, he three-putted the 16th to um, put himself back in the tie for the lead with uh, Englishman whose name escapes me at the moment, who also played very well, had a great final round. But, um, you know, his supreme ball striking, which all the commentators were lauding him for, Came to the four in the final two holes. He um, made a birdie on the par 3, 17th, and then uh, made a birdie on the final hole with two great strikes uh, onto the par 5 in two and two putts. Sealed the win for Grant Forrest. Well done at the Hero Open. No, not at the beat, home. Sorry, go on, Rocket.
1: Yeah, Let's he beat the uh, the singer from the doors. Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. There you go.
0: Played, play, played pretty well, Jim Morrison did. Um, but, yeah, no, it wasn't at the home of golf. Um we were sort of joking there before that one of the biggest commentators in the game um, might have said that it was great great to get a win at the Home of Golf, referring to that it was at St Andrews. A- as you Amanda,
1: know. and then doubled down doubled down by Jim Nance.
0: Mm. Um, no, it wasn't at the Home of Golf. The Home of Golf is only one Home of Golf. That's the old course at St Andrews. Um, I'm sure they would have been loving to play on the old course, but no, it was at the Fairmont St Andrews, which is just around the corner on the way to King's Barns, if you'd been there. Been to Scotland, Mike?
2: No, have not. It's... On the list next year, I think.
0: I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of. If we can get this stuff vaccinated and get back out there traveling, I'm getting a lot of support for my love of golf, whether it's one, two, or three of us on, on the, the road, road, on the road. And I'm getting a lot of support for that. Even to the point, where I think.
1: I've I been think- watching. I've been watching um, Tourist Source season two and. Three, which was Ireland and Scotland. I've been watching a lot of those.
0: No laying up tourist Source, Eric Anders laying um, unofficial Scottish diaries. Uh, Cookie Jar Golf have done some great work on Scotland. Uh, the average golfer who is who's one of my personal favourites because he has a hairstyle like mine. He's probably of a vintage like mine. He's making great YouTube videos. He's a lot of inspiration for me. When my dad, when old Muz up there in the Hunter Valley is ringing, so I just saw one of those guys playing at Craigie uh, Law Golf Club Uh and the average golfer, when he's when he's getting the attention of my dad, um, he must be doing good work. I think there's something in it, so let's try and get you to Scotland, Mike. That's my mission. Okay, I'm in. Okay, great. Thanks. Um, uh, okay, so anything else um, in Scotland? No. Where are they next? I think they've got a have they got a week off in Europe.
2: Uh, uh, no, the they're England. The women are playing Scottish Open. Uh,
0: uh, Scottish Open at um. That, this is what I can't wait to see. Sorry. Uh, Scottish Women's Open at Dumbah Dumbarney. Dumbani is a new links. It's one of a handful of new links courses in Europe because there's quite a, you know, um, tight sort of controls over what they can and can't do on on bodies of land. Uh, St Patrick's Links that I was talking to Shane Darby about uh, in Ireland. That is um, one of the new links, and Dumbani is one of the other new links. So very, very um, highly regarded uh, new links. So the Scottish Women's Open is there. Can't wait to see that. Mm. And then, um, and then they've got the the British women's open at uh, Carnoustie. Is that right?
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be brutal.
0: <laughs> it's going to be great to see the women play at Carnoustie. I can't wait to Oof. see that.
1: I could think of a better course for them to play out. Why? It's going to be tough. Yeah. Carnoustie, Carnoustie is a punch in the face. But you've been
0: talking about all years for so the, the women should be playing on the best courses and this is one of the best courses.
1: Yeah, but I like I enjoy a bit of carnage, but this is just this is just this is like murder in plain sight. Like this is just. Oh.
2: What's a winning score going to be if it if the weather turns up?
1: Plus five. Okay. All right. Well. I, I I reckon they'd be lucky if the winning score is under par, if the weather's okay.
0: Well, yeah right. We'll see. So we'll see what happens at Dunbarney this week, and then we'll see the week after that. Um, what else? So looking forward to that. Anything else? Uh, what are the men doing?
2: Men have the in the US got the Wyndham Championship. So the last stop before the, the FedEx Cup, or the,
1: what do we call it, the Courier Cup? Courier Cup. That's it.
2: Yeah. So there's a few people that are trying to get um, Searchfield,
1: What a great course.
2: Yeah, it looks, it's, and, and it's always a good sign of a good course when tournaments don't move around. Um, they've been playing there for a while, uh, although they had a couple of years off, I think, but um, they've been there for a long time. The biggest thing will be uh, interesting, it's, it's a reasonable field. The biggest thing I think will be watching the guys that are right around that 125 mark on the FedEx points um, on who's going to qualify to, to go into the finals. Uh, that'll be probably the most interesting for me to watch. Um, the likes of Richard Flower and a few others that are sitting right around that number, they're going to need to make sure they make the cut to try and jump back into the 125.
0: Is Adam Scott in that bracket of you know guys that are sort of up near the
2: uh, buffer of falling he, out, of, falling out of that? He is. I saw. I did hear his name mentioned the other day. He is 121. Um, not not. Um, Not ideal. There is certainly other um, ways they can uh, keep their car. I think they've got all-time money lists and things like that that they can sort of pull some levers. But um, I don't think they want to have to rely on that. So there's a few that are sitting outside. um,
1: Ricky's at 130, So he needs to. He needs to. He needs. He needs a good good finish. Otherwise, he's going to have to use his all-time number of sponsors on one shirt exemption or something like that.
0: He's leading that charge. Does does it go like this? If let's say Ricky misses you know, this week doesn't make the hundred and twenty five, then can he go back to the Corn Ferry tour qualifying and qualify back that way with that, pulling his card on the you know, all time money list? That's or, the only way yeah.
1: he would do it. And then rely on potential sponsors' exemptions to try and win his way back on
2: Yeah. And so, plus if he finishes it sort of grades down from there, I think. So if you're 126 to 150, you'll probably get five starts. If you're um, the rest of them, you'll be you have certain exempt levels. Um, yeah, but you again, just won't
1: I might be able to pick your schedule though, correct? So and like that's he, a hard. he might be able to play 10 events, rely on another seven sponsors' exemptions, yeah. But then they're going to be to events that you can't pick and choose, so you're not going to have WGCs, you're not going to be in the elevated status ones, etc. Yep. etc.
0: So can he try and requalify through Corn Ferry final stage, and if that doesn't go to plan, then pull his trump card of all time money earnings as the last resort? Like he, he, uh-huh. okay. yeah, I
1: don't Yeah, I think so. It's, right. a bit convol- it's a bit convoluted nowadays. It used to be a bit more clear cut, where yep. it was like if you were outside the one twenty five, right, mm. off to tool school, sunshine. Yeah, yeah.
2: And you'd go back you know, if it was. Six rounds of tour school. You depending on how deep you went, you started at a different round, wasn't it? Rocket, something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: because yeah, that's right. Because it used to be the six. Then there was a cut, and then if you were say missed it by the one twenty five, you could start at the third round mark, hmm. because then like they'd start from scratch from there.
0: Yeah. Uh good luck to Lucas Herbert, who will be um, trying to get, secure his PGA tour card by going through that final stage of the um, uh, Corn Ferry Tour qualification. So he's. He's got some uh, access into that, so he'll go through that way. So, good luck to you, Herbie. Um, so, we've got the Wyndham.
2: Mike, who are, the, who are you doubling doobl- uh, down on for the Wyndham? Yes. So, uh, it's a week where I really want to see pretty much as it's almost an echoing theme for a lot of these courses. Strokes-gained approach is going to be, for me, key and, and someone who's going to be this course, uh, hitting fairways.
1: Same? Because it's a Donald Ross special. And usually they set this one up firm and fast. Yeah. So deep, was it? I don't think they played it last year. And um, the last time they played it, DJ won it by about 87 million shots.
2: Yeah, they normally go deep. They're normally going to see a winner 20 to 25 under. Um, so you need to be a scorer. You need to putt. You need to hit fairways and you need to hit it into greens well. So looking at the ratings, um the guys that are coming up in sort of the top couple are Kokrak, Usti, uh, Zalatoris, Webb Simpson uh, are probably the top couple. Uh, the ones that I'd probably look at at betting will be Kokrak, uh, Usti, Zalatoris, and maybe Webb. But the, those those top three be the ones for me at the moment.
0: So Kokrak, Usti, Zalatoris, Webb, yeah. Webb Simpson, and who is the other?
2: Um, No, that was it. Okay, that was it. Those stick with those four. Yeah, I mean they're the ones that they're the ones that rate up the top. There's about a million other people that you can pick from. Obviously, there's about 150 in the field. Um, The ones that are probably a little bit next level down. I mean, there's some big names playing. Hideki's playing. Patrick Reed's playing. Um, I'm really concentrating on the guys that rate well in the model, have had pretty good results here, and or and or have good results coming in. So um yeah the ones the, the ones that actually rate top 5 are Rack, Usti Im Zalatorus and Seamus Power but I'm taking Im and Power out just on um just on the belief that the other three or four are going to be a little bit better.
1: Okay. I, 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 a correction. I uh, got my winners wrong it was the Northern Trust that DJ blitzed them.
2: Where's that one? Is that
1: Oh, they've moved the course again. I'm getting sick and tired of them moving it around all the time.
2: Yeah, they, they um because
1: it was Liberty National, I think, the year that he won it. And where have they got it this year? Is it
2: Liberty again? Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think is it was back there again this year. That's... But then next year, it's out of the rotation altogether.
1: Yeah, because the WGC that is at the that is it. Last week is is now a, is going to be a playoff event.
2: That's it. First stop. Yeah. Um, and I know what you're going to ask me. Ross and I don't have an answer for you. They don't have a they don't have a market yet for Top Scott.
0: <laughs> I do think. I think we're the only ones in the whole golf uh, forecasting market that has a market for the Top Scott. And thank you for your congratulations. Of. Uh, that didn't come uh, my way after picking last week's top Scott. Yes, Bobby McIntyre. You got top
2: Scott. You got top lefty. Mm. Um, but the two that I was keeping track of was you had Oostie top five and Westie top 10. And Oostie was in it for a long way. Yeah, Westy was um, nowhere. And then just fell away at the end.
0: Westie was nowhere. Uh, but uh, who was the other one that was up there? Paul Casey was up there. And Poults was up there with my, my English boys. I think Paul Casey, yeah, Paul Casey was like just out of the factorings, was he not? Um, last week.
2: My- don't remember. I don't, didn't say enough of it, like uh, Rocket was saying. I listened to I listened to it, but that was about it. I don't remember.
0: I think our boy Ian was all right too. He was pretty happy. Top ten. Yeah, he he played all
1: right. Yeah, he played all right. Our boy Ian. Yeah, he took He's, the governor off, and he uh, played
0: all right. Is he? Uh, is he one of the? Um...
1: He's playing for a Ryder Cup position. Yeah, you've got to have him in. Oh, I have to
0: have to. So who are the three? Who are the three? So I think there's like um, uh, there's the haircut. Paul Casey's in the the list. Um, Hair- haircut. Oh, you know the hairstyle buddy. What's his name? Yeah, me little. Oh, Fleetwood. Uh, Luke Bratton, Yeah, Tommy Fleetwood. Um, uh, who else? Um, so I the ones that I the ones that are in contention are sort of Bobby McIntyre. Will he go in? Uh, will Pulter Poo- go in? Who else? Is, who else are the other ones on the fringe there, Mike?
2: Uh, I'm just looking it up for you now. Um, oh,
1: there's Europe. Hang on.
2: I've got the US one pretty quickly, but I can't find the... Uh... Uh, top right. There you go.
1: Yeah, so you got Bobby Mack, Mr. Dietrich. Oh, I reckon they got Victor Hovland. It'll be very hard for them to not pick Hovland. Yeah, he's... I agree. He,
0: he, he, he's already in. In my book, he, he's in.
2: Yeah. he's So the, the ones that I was seeing are Rahm, Fleetwood, Hatton, McElroy, Hovland, Casey, Fitzpatrick, Westwood and Lowry, and mm-hmm. then three picks. Yeah. And Good. the bubble is Weisberger, Victor Perez, Bobby Mack. So it would have to say Bobby Mack's in.
1: So is it is it still the same as the US, like top six and then six picks?
2: I think they both still work differently. They, do, they have different um, ways they pick, I think.
1: Because the US uh, is six and six. Is it? Is, uh, I think it's silly.
2: Yeah, I, I would think that if you're picking three people, um, Bobby Mack would have to be in for sure. And then well, after that, well, I don't well, know. At
1: the moment, he's ranked ninth, so he's in.
2: Okay, well, he's not on there. On the Ryder Cup website, he's sitting just out.
1: On oh, mine, he's sitting ninth.
2: Yeah, there you go.
1: Because it, it, the oh, He's ninth, ninth, Ram, yeah. Ram, Ram Fleetwood, Hatton, McElroy, Fitzmagic, Casey, Cheeseburger, Victor Perez, Bobby Mack. And then you got Hovland, Westie. Uh, I'd probably pick Pultz out of the other players because. You know, there's a couple of others that have got form, but are they going to be able to stand up in, in this sort of scenario?
2: Yeah, I think Guido would be the one that I might look at, but I wouldn't be like
1: Most of his points came from that finish at the, um, was it the US Open?
2: So, yeah, it was just before the Open Championship. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, I mean, you're looking at, mm-hmm. yeah, no. Nah, you can't have, I, I can't have Cabrera um, Bayo or... Andy Sullivan, Jordan Smith, Thomas Peters, nah. Maybe Graham Forrest is up with a bullet, up 37 spots. Who knows? <laughs> no, probably
0: not. But um, Bobby Mack, I'd, I'd have Bobby Mack in my match play team any
1: day. Yeah, he's- well, he looks like he's going to qualify just as is. Yep.
2: Yeah. And, he's a fan and the, fan. Yeah, the U.S. is Morikawa, DJ, DeChambeau. Brooks, JT, and Xander, and then their their websites or the cut website saying then they got six after that, and there's obviously about five million people you can pick from.
1: Yeah, because okay. they got so seven. So you got oh, depending on how it goes, because Spieth could Spieth will get picked, I reckon. Hundred percent. Yeah. Then uh, I actually reckon they should pick Harris English. I reckon. Yep. he's a Agree. Player. Then you could throw a blanket over like Reed Berger. They've got Cantlay, Tony Finau, who's actually played really well in teams events, strange enough. Yeah. And then I think they're going to have to pick Webb Simpson because who's going to babysit Patrick <laughs> or or babysit Bryson? Yeah. You know. I think that's to, who's going to be the poor sucker that has to play with either one of those. Is Web... No, I...
0: is Webb Simpson USA's Ian Poulter in a different sort of you know disguise with a major? No, you know, just like he's always there. He's always going to be picked. You know, he's probably the one guy that they probably really would struggle to leave out because he he always performs pretty well. Yeah, he always performs really well. The
1: only time he hasn't, you know, the the unfortunate thing is at the President's Cup, he had to babysit Patrick for all three of those um, four balls or foursomes rounds and they performed poorly because Patrick was playing like a spud
2: Yep,
1: and that killed Web Simpson. Web Simpson was playing really well.
0: Okay, well, interesting to see. How long have we got till the Ryder Cup? Uh, When does that kick off?
2: Mm, September? It must be three weeks. weeks. Is it September? I thought it was... um... (laughs) Yeah, it won't be five when you said three weeks I thought no, it can't be three weeks. But it actually probably isn't that much more than oh, three weeks. No, no,
1: sorry, a bit more. So it's twenty first of September. Yeah. I'm thinking we're already at the end of August. No, no. It's not it's
2: not far away though. So yeah.
0: it is it, it guys, I just want to remind you it is August. Uh we are in the latter half of the year and uh we are closing out this year. Uh so we are at August. Yeah, it's right. Getting, there you it's, go. It's getting away from us. It um, is.
1: We're whistling straits as well. Mm. That'll test and
0: Rocket, uh, US amateur men's, US amateur women's. What's going on uh,
1: there? Well, the men's has only just started. The women's, I actually got, I watched, I watched, I watched the semis, and I caught a bit of the final. Uh, the semis, the match between um, Jensen Castle and um, Rachel Heck, was a heck of a match. Mm -hmm. they were throwing they were throwing haymakers at each other for 18 holes and unfortunately um you know heck couldn't hold on she was two up with three to play and hit a bad shot into 16 didn't get it up and down um uh heck hit a no and castle hit a really good one in there made par and then she had a Short birdie putt on the 18th to um to at least half the hole and win the match and missed it.
0: So I went right through to the 30 to the 36 hole.
1: nah semis is, was only 18. 18. All right. Yeah, I think the women only do 18 for the semis. I think the men still do 36. I'm not 100 sure. They might have changed it. It used to be 36 for the men in semis. Um, but yeah, so went to the 19th hole and. You know, as the, sh- the first hole was a short par four, Castles just strike one down there, hit one in close, and just brained a uh, absolute awesome putt in there. And then Heck had a like about an eight footer to keep the match going, and it was a really good part in horseshoe out. So Damn. he had the he had the world's number two ranked amateur golfer got taken out by someone who she. There was twelve. There were two spots left, and there were twelve in a play-off. So she got one of the last two spots um, to get into the match of Sixty-four only had apparently only had enough clothes to go for three days. Didn't think she was going to go that far. because She hadn't played in a month because some rib injury, and she ends up winning. Now she oh. gets a you know automatic berth into the um, the oh, Curtis Cup. Mm-hmm. She gets a uh, exemption to. Through qualifying, she gets an exemption for the next ten years. Through qualifying, if she stays an amateur uh, for the US, the women's um, amateur, she gets an exemption to the twenty twenty two Women's Amateur Women's Open. Um, and I think maybe the and then she also gets an automatic start to Augusta um, National uh, Women's Amateur as well.
0: So, do you think she'll we'll see her playing at the twenty twenty one AIG Women's British Open at Carnoustie in two weeks' time? You think she'll, she'll just take that up and just head straight across there, which she can do?
1: Uh, I don't know if she's got an exemption to that, though. Yes, yeah,
0: she does, yeah. Well, the champion receives gold medal, courtesy of Robert, Robert Cox. Uh, exemptions to the next 10 US Women's Amateurs. Exemption to the 2020 US Women's Open at Pine Needles. Uh, invitation into the 2021 AIG Women's British. Uh, exemptions right. to the 2022 A Inspiration Evion and uh, the 2022 Augusta National Women's Amateur.
1: Well... If someone's got the money, I reckon maybe she might cruise over. Mm.
0: Do you stay? Do, do you know much about um, Jensen? No. University of Kentucky, twenty years old. Nope. Does she do Absolutely a Gabri- Gabriella Ruffles and turn pro after this, or no? No intel there.
1: Really, don't know because okay. she's a she, from from the from the college ranks and stuff like that. She's not on the radar. Okay. Like she's she's not. I don't think she's even ranked in the top fifty in the country.
0: Well, well done to you, Jensen Castles. Um, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Now, U.S. Men's Amateur. Where are we
1: at with that? Oakmont. Uh, they've had the f- yeah what a course. Site of the, uh, two thousand and three, emphatic uh, victory by Nick Flanagan.
2: Was it? That oh, was he. Oh, was a he one. Was it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. fellow Hunter Valley boy, and uh, often uh, questioned—is uh, he any relation?
2: No, definitely not.
1: <laughs> I'm on the website trying to find out the scoring because they had the first yeah. round, but I, it's I, not—it's I, I, not bringing I, anything up.
2: I've got it. I've got it. Um, <clears> there <throat> was literally—it's the tail of two courses at the minute. Um, so basically, they've they're got half the field off Long Long View Club and half of them off Oakmont. And as I just messaged you guys before we kicked off tonight, um, you can see that Oakmont's the one that's ripping people apart. The leader's at seven under. Um, you got a bunch of guys, one at seven and a couple at six. So the leader at seven is Jacob Bridgman. Um, the actual first person on the leaderboard that played Oakmont yesterday for round one is Cole Sherwood, and he shot a massive one under, and he's at... T thirty three, so in the top, I think uh, anyone who's even or better, there's only about two people that played Oakmont yesterday. Um, for the Aussies, um, Lucas played Long View yesterday. He shot his two over. Um, then you got Tony Chen who played the same. He's playing Oakmont today. He's currently one under on the day, and Louis Dobler is. He played Oakmont yesterday and he shot plus six, mm-hmm. which sounds like he's out at the door, but looking at the leaderboard, I think that um it wouldn't shock me at all to see him somewhere near um, you know, a couple over by the end of his second round, and that wouldn't be the worst position, I don't think, somewhere around even or um even or just under or just over.
1: She's gonna be a test Oakmont.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's um, I just I've never seen a scoreboard like it. Never. Never seen such night and day scores. Rocket,
0: is there any any of your young talent spotting talent that you've got your eye on? No. Okay. I'll take that as a no. no. So what about, well, we, we already know your rights of talent. Um,
1: oh, the only other one would be, um, what's his name, um, Thorne Bjornsson. Yep. He's there. Which course, which course did he play?
2: So he played the easy course yesterday. He shot five under and he's T
1: five. All right. Here we go. Crunch time tomorrow.
2: So he's out, he's at Oakmont and he's off at two fifteen their time.
1: Ooh, so in the afternoon the greens are gonna get a bit bumpy, bit of Viking power. Is, <laughs> it, is that another
0: is he another Thunder Bear? Is it yeah, Thorbjorn Thor Thorbjornsson? Is that not,
2: you know, he's not related. Nah different spelling. Okay. He's not related. He's he's Thorbjorn Ollison. This guy's surname's Thor Bjornsson. Um, okay. But well, it's just from now on he will be Mini Thunderbear.
0: If Thorbjorn is Thunderbear,
2: Thorbjornson
0: have to be son close. Of, son, it'd be like son of Thunderbear. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's it.
1: Thunder Cub. Thundercub.
0: Uh, well, good luck to the Thunder
1: Thundercub. Cousin of Thunderbear.
0: Happy <laughs> <laughs> doesn't. Get no, in. this
1: kid can. This kid can ball. As long as he doesn't get into trouble like
0: the Thunderbear did. Well, he uh, he
1: won the he won the US Amateur. No, not the US Amateur. The Western Amateur. So he won the is a medalist over um Carl Phillips. And you go back over his round and he had, I think he shot something like 12, 15 under and had ended up having like eight bogeys and a double or something in the 36 holes and still shot like 15 under.
2: Well, I was just about to say round one, he's gone out in 35, one under with a double and then come home in a lazy 30 to shoot 65. So he's yes. shot 65 with a, a double and a bogey on his scorecard. Oh,
1: I love He'd, Kid Can Ball. I love that
0: sort of golf. Um, has, Kid uh, Can Ball. How's Koala Carl going? Is he anywhere?
2: Koala Carl? Yep. I don't know who that is. Carl, Carl Phillips. Phillips. He's not in the list. Oh, isn't he? No. Well, he must I could qualify. I, I ran, my, I ran down and tried to find all the Aussies, and I couldn't find him. Okay. I thought nah.
1: he qualified.
2: Yeah. Well, he played um, obviously the other week. At the Uh, Western,
1: wasn't it? uh, uh, Yes, but I'm trying to remember when they do the US Amateur qualifying.
2: (sighs) Hello.
0: We're not there. Um, Good luck to to Lucas, uh, Melbourne's very own Lucas Michel, and uh, good luck to um, Mike Caridi's very own Louis Dobler, spotted at the tender age of two and a half up there there at Brookwater Golf Club on the uh, winning winning list and just put into Mike's little black book, um, which now uh, he's... Yeah, paying dividends for Mike's so followership, um, well done. Hopefully you can pull back that plus five and get back up there uh, and qualify for the final stage. Uh, what else, gents? Anything
2: else? I, I only won more for me, and yep. that's the um, the Women's Olympics. Oh, yeah? So it was a, um, it was a Nelly show, which you picked, Ross.
0: Oh, you know, you can't really give me that, really. You didn't want to give it to me at the start. I would have picked it. I didn't. It. You didn't want to. I would, I went went there because well uh, oh, I would have picked her anyway. I would have had we didn't yeah. done it before, you know, the first round had kicked off. I would have said Nelly Quarter. She had already you know several strokes in front, and she just dominated because she's a fantastic golfer.
2: She is, and it was a I don't know if you guys watched it at all. It's probably I watched a little bit more of this final round than I did the men's final round. And for a little while there, I thought Hannah Green was going to make a really proper charge. Um, she didn't finish off super well, and then. Lydia Coe will adopt her as an Aussie, um, even though she's from New Zealand. Um, she was right in there as well. But, um, yeah, she just shone through it late, Nelly, just a little bit too good.
0: As I said, I'm not sure where I said it, if I said it to you or if I said it to um, Shane Darby or someone else on the week. But, you know, what I love about the men's and the women's uh, Olympic golf, yeah. You know, the the guys and the girls that want to play and want to be there and want to represent and want to get something out of it are there for the right reasons. Yeah. And you know to see Lydia Ko, you know, valuing and that bronze medal, hmm. um, you know, almost like she'd won the tournament. I'm sure she would have. Obviously, would have rather than have won. But you know, just to see how happy she was, uh, winning that medal and representing New Zealand, uh, you know, that's what makes Olympic golf, yeah, so special. And the reason why it should be there, you know, and there's still some people out there that question why is golf in the Olympics. I see even golf followers saying, questioning why it's in the Olympics. But, you know, it is and it's staying there. So (laughs) the the questions that come now after it being, you know, reasonably uh, successful and um, being so popular with the people who want to represent their countries and want to really win those medals and want to have that Olympic experience, should it be a different format? Should it just not be... Four rounds of stroke play, like it is normal tournament week. Should we have yeah. this team event? Should we have, you know, like a mixed event, you know, and, and do something different? I think yep. uh, I know where I stand. We've probably spoken about it before, Rocket. What do you, you know? You missed last week's chat about it. Do you, what do you think?
1: What Canadian foursomes or something like that? I'm sure that there's a a, a
0: good format that you know maintains the integrity of stroke play and brings both. All famer, uh, no. Have you seen have you seen um have you seen that uh, meme getting around? There's a little uh, scratch TV uh video with um two guys and the girl that dances. she's a Cobra Cobra Puma ambassador and she dances a lot. She does a lot of memes, uh um, TikToky sort of stuff. Great golfer. Mm. Anyway, the, I a guy, uh, you know, the joke is a guy gets put onto the tee to join them. He says, hey, can I join you? And then they start rattling off all of those uh, games, yep. you know, the Wolfhammer, you know, bing, bang bo- bingo, bango bongo and all that. It's it's actually quite funny if you're yeah. used to playing for those sorts of things. I've never heard of half of it, but anyway, it's funny. Um, Wolf, and <laughs> Wolfhammer does get mentioned, uh, Rocket. I don't know what Wolfhammer is. Can you explain Wolfhammer in 30 seconds or less? No.
2: No. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> Um, No, I agree. I agree. I think it was good. I think it's good to see people there. I loved seeing Leash, the video that Leash had floating around late today, Mm -hmm. um, having a bit of fun and enjoying it. That's what you want to see. Um, Next Olympics are Paris. They're playing uh, Golf Club Le National, and then it's Riv after that playing um, out of L.A. So two good courses, a lot easier to get to for the men and the women. Um, post their big tournaments because it'll still be after the Open for the men. Um, I thought it was amazing this week to see the the players mm. that turned up out of the LPGA Tour. I mean, yeah. they played their Open, then, oh, sorry, they played Scottish Open. No, what was it? where did they play the week before? Uh, Evian,
1: it was like in France. Evian. Yeah, yeah they played the French, yep.
2: Then they shot over to Japan, now they're shooting back over to Europe. It's mm. um, That's dedication. It shows, like you said, I think people that want to be there have been
1: there. It's good. But also the tour, their tour, they've they didn't have other events that are butted up against it. Where you yep. think about here, they go open here, and then now it's like guys that are fighting for their card. Yeah, it's butted right up against the Windham, right? Yeah. Or guys that are just wanting to, you know, see how far they can stick their snout in the trough. Then you know they're going to be they're going
2: to be here. I was trying to think of a way to say that, and you said it perfectly.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, rock, rock, rock is not shy of a snout in the trophism. Um, I do. I did see that video uh, this afternoon with uh, Leash uh, showing his true Aussie style, wit, humour, and just great
1: Aussie sort of spirit. How he got them to believe that they're alive on TV—that that's, that's, <laughs> is gold.
2: Ibf had no idea what was going on. He kept looking at the mic. Going, is this really live? <laughs>
0: uh, one bit of feedback for Leash after that: um, he needs to. Take some advice from you as the leader of the calve uh segment of this podcast. He does need to take some advice from you on how to build the calves up to a suitable uh, A grade standard because they're a little bit small.
2: With the high socks. Yeah,
0: the high socks are a good look. I like the high, sort of tight socks, but um, yeah, and I think someone might have commented, you know, had nice calves, but probably probably need uh, a little bit of input from you, Mike. Um, uh, good to see uh, Luke Mackey in there. Played golf with Luke Mackey at the end of last year, who's the high performance guy. Um, Absolute bomber. Um, does a lot of great things with a lot of young golfers in Australia, not just at the elite level with those guys, but a lot of Australia's uh, amateurs uh, that he looks after through Golf Australia. So shout out to Luke Mackey. Great fella. Uh, good to see uh, Finchie there um, looking after everyone, having fun, having some fun, obviously. Um, the big doyen of Australian Olympic golf. Good on you, Finchie. But, uh, yeah, it's good to see that video. It was good. Okay. Anything else, guys? I have one thing. I'm just, yeah, chat amongst yourselves. One thing. I, I had it here perfectly planned for this this moment and uh
2: is it is it more gingerbread
0: no no the, the biscuits are gone that two
2: sittings,
1: shortbreads shortbread, shortbread shortbreads family scottish recipe
0: two two sittings they were devoured don't worry uh that was a that was a birthday they're, they're, week. they're nice aren't they ross it was
1: a birthday week of Eat What You Want,
0: Ross, uh, and that's what happened. Um, I actually did some- It was, it was,
1: it was funny because like I was speaking to Ma Rocket because she was checking on me with my back and stuff. Yes. And then um, she did make a comment. I said, oh, how come? You, why didn't you ring me to get like the address and stuff? And she goes, no, no, I needed to bypass you to make sure he actually got these things. <laughs> oh, You're she, the problem. <laughs> she listened and she
0: followed the instructions that were d- delivered on the podcast. So I said, something small tick, um, just to try and golf Melbourne, you know, just hen- send it over to the golf shop. So she was able to work out okay. where to send it and she sent it straight there and it was perfect. Uh, yeah, because avoided-
1: she's bypassing me because it wouldn't get past my hands.
0: The the thing that luckily got bypassed to me is usually anything that comes into, you know, the business that's addressed to me gets opened by all and sundry and yep. um, had a, you know, truckload of Tasmania's Port Arthur's finest biscuits been delivered, well, I probably would have only seen half of them because the other guys would have gone, oh, right, yeah, this has come for us, right? yeah, these are nice. They would have, you know, put that into the communal sort of tea biscuit sort of factory and they would have been gone. So I I was there and I received them and I thought, oh. So anyway. Hold on. Hold on. Hold that thought. Keep talking amongst yourselves.
1: (laughs) He's a madman. He is.
2: I don't know what we talk about it. We're we're, we're, this is a, this is still audio format. It's called pad.
0: Pad. You've got I a pad. pad. It's like a skill that you learn at you know Podcast 3101. Pad for a couple of seconds. I've put right, something well, down uh, which I should have. Can, I can't find it. Right, we can what, talk.
1: What we'll talk about is I'll, I was just looking at 2018, 2019, 2020 Wyndham. Yep. And here's a couple of players. These are the players that have sort of been common across the top 20. Yes. So I've got Webb. Yes. Siwoo. Yes. Ben Arn. Yes. Sung Sung Jae. Yes. Brian Harmon. Yes. Coke Rack. Yep. The Batten Boy.
2: The Batten Boy.
1: Yeah, The Town Cry. Billy Horshaw. Oh, yep. (laughs) And uh,
2: The Kiz. Yeah, Kiz is one that I don't mind. He... he, um... I saw the video floating around that Friday put up today at Palmetto. We played there when we were in, over at the Masters, and that's Kiz's home course in South Carolina. So I'm sure that North Carolina is going to be uh, his part of the world for courses that he's going to enjoy playing. He's certainly one that stood out. He was third last year, a few years back, a 10th and an 8th. His form just hasn't been super-duper. No, it
1: hasn't been, hasn't been spectacular this year. So if we're – and Webb's dropped off a lot this year, so – Mm. i I almost feel like putting on a bit of woo just in in, yep. in in honor of his 13 from last week
2: well an, uh, another podcast that I listened to religiously some mates of mine over in the states the tour junkies they um they're, they're very passionate fans of C-Woo. they've got C-Woo t-shirts and um <laughs> they uh I'm sure they had a video a little while back and and he actually said his favorite tournament if you ever want to have a bet on me is the windham really? he he, lo- he loves the course yeah
1: yeah, so out of those two, four, six, eight, I'm trying to pick five. So I've got to put a line through three. Who do you reckon I put a line through?
2: I uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because I know the one that one of those three that I pick will right, be. So, uh, all
1: right, so how about I don't I, I don't put a line through anyone and I, I put like a dollar. Just on, have a dollar on, on, on each of them. Ever. Yeah, that's
2: it. <laughs> I'll send you a, I'll send you my spreadsheet, and it'll have the field showing you how they've performed at the course for the last ten years. And you can then have a look at it and narrow it straight down for yourself.
1: Yeah, I'm probably look I probably I'm a my best form this year was when I looked at the last three years. Yep. And I'd try and pick a trend of a certain player and then see what their form was for the like previous three weeks. Yep. So my hottest form was around the early parts of the year. Yep. Except for a couple where I just went which was like Phoenix Open, Brooksy yep. You know, I won a I won a pretty penny on that one where I'm like, he hasn't played in ages. I'm like, nah, it's Brooks. Like, yeah. He, he went into that week at like sixty dollars or something. That's unbelievable. I'm like, I'm like all on that.
0: <laughs> uh, who, who are the top Scots this week? Um, top Trumps, top Trumps, top Scots. You might need
1: some honorary ones. I don't know if there's any in the field.
0: No, I um. Bobby, Bobby Knox. Oh, Bobby
2: Mack is Bobby Mack there? Bobby, I don't know. You've got now he's Bobby Mack's there. Yep. Rusty Knox, definitely. <laughs> I haven't seen Rusty Knox on the list. Marty, Marty Laird.
0: I reckon I did see Marty Laird. Yeah, it's only going to be a two-way shootout between Bobby and Marty. I'm going. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm still backing Bobby and, and Bobby's and on the how, run. How long have we been going?
0: Yeah, no, too long. So we've got to wrap this uh, road <laughs> show up. But you mentioned your other podcast mates um, having T-shirts well. Nice. Thank you for let's finish it off. This is a, a visual thing. Anyway. Uh, podcast listeners, you'll see the picture because we'll take one and we'll post it. But uh, they're not the only ones with uh, cool T-shirts because so are we. Has, ha- have a look. Oh,
2: there you go. Fantastic. Up. Have a look at that. Yeah, that's good. How Looks good fantastic.
0: Black and white mo- as modelled by Rocket's uh, body double uh, in the Instagram. Ken- Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. <laughs> uh, that's exactly the one that Kenny Powers is wearing. It's still, still got a bit of Kenny Powers um, smell and scent on there, Rocket. But, uh, yeah, that's how do you, look? you like the look of that? it was great it looks good okay thanks that's what I've been doing in the lockdown you know making t-shirts printing them out the back Um, (laughs) if you want a my love of golf podcast t-shirt Ross at my love of golf send me an email elite elite items they're rare there's only like a handful Um, okay guys thanks that was great anything else no we've covered everything okay very good well thanks for listening share like subscribe tell your friends uh, if you are listening to this uh, if you've got to an hour and ten minutes in you are a dedicated person you love your podcast and we love you. So thanks for listening and we'll see you next week on the Mile of Golf podcast.